hello and welcome to the Business of Show Business podcast with me, your host, JB Body. Unpacking the skills needed for the entertainment and creative industries and celebrating those already in them. This is the third episode of the podcast and if you want to know more about marketing and solidifying yourself as an expert in what you do, then you want to check out the first two episodes. Following on from the topic of marketing, today's solo show focuses on your online presence and trying to get the online you to match the offline you and who you are in real life. There is quite a lot of crossover content from this episode from the very first episode, but as a creative, one of the key ways in which you do market yourself is online. So any crossover content is just really to hit home how you really need to solidify who you are, your brand, and make sure you and your online you are the same person. There's a lot that goes into your online presence, from establishing your business goals, to creating and managing your social media channels and website, whilst also making sure it is authentic to you and figuring out the best ways to engage and interact across all of those different platforms. So let's get on with the next episode. Whether you like it or not, you probably have an online presence. Even if you are not active yourself online, you will appear in people's photos. As a performer, you may actually appear in show reviews and in the promotional images and videos that they put out. Also, there may be testimonials or reviews of your products or services out there. So you really need to take control of your online presence and make sure that people see the right things about you. What happens in Vegas ends up on the internet. You want to make sure that the awesome, talented person you are in real life when you smash that audition or you have an amazing meeting translates online. Be authentic to who you are. It's great living your best hashtag Insta life, but is that a real reflection of who you are? Don't let your online presence be dictated by other people. An online presence is the combination of all the identities you have created online, whether they are personal or business driven. So your social media, your website, your spotlight page, a page on an agent's website. It's also a mix of the interactions those identities have established and participated in online. Google is the number one search engine followed by YouTube. And if you Google a casting director or creative you want to connect with, guess what? They can Google you. For most people in the 21st century, their first introduction to a business is by discovering that business online. In this case, you are the business and you can be discoverable online and it needs to match everything you have to offer. The fantastic thing about your online presence is that it has a very broad reach. And when built successfully, it can spread brand awareness, gain you fans, followers, jobs, auditions and customers. When you are performing in a theatre, you perform to an audience that can fit in that house. So say the theatre only seats... 350 people, that's your audience, they are seeing you. But by building your online stage, you are allowed to perform to a wider audience in the thousands. Not sure where to start building your online presence? Don't worry, you are not alone. There is a lot of work that goes in when building your online presence. And the good thing about social media accounts and your accounts on pages such as Spotlight or even on your agent's website is that they've already started building your online presence for you. It can seem daunting at first, and to start with, it will be a little bit time-consuming because it won't happen overnight. However, going back to our podcast episode number one, when we talk about ROI, return on investment, it may start off time-consuming, but it will eventually help you to reap rewards of getting out there and seen by the people you want to be seen by, and eventually helping with booking work and making money. 
Think of all of the hours you've invested in yourself up until this point to hone your skills and your trade. You've now got to put in that time to make sure that it comes across online. Before we get cracking with the ways to build and improve your online presence, we need to have a look what's already out there for you. Our first step is to open an incognito window on your web browser to see what you find. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point and you can come back to it. If you use Chrome, for instance, you just hover over the icon, right mouse click and click incognito window. You can do it on Safari, Firefox, all of those. And basically it's a web browser not taking into consideration your previous search histories, cookies, because if you type your name in now, it might rank quite high because you've been looking on your website to update it, seeing what appears on your spotlight. So open an incognito window and type in your name. Make a note of what appears, what's kind of popping up at the top. And make a note, this is almost like a little stock check, a little inventory on what already appears for your online presence. Now, look at what's up there. Social media, your websites, what is in your control? What can you update? And what is out of your control? And reviews from journalists who have seen your shows or reviews of your products or photos that other people have put up there. The good thing about your social media is that it will appear high in a search engine because it has really good SEO, which is search engine optimization. I will be tackling this in a couple of episodes time, talking about how as a creative, whether you are actor, singer, coach, business mentor, personal trainer, whatever it is, you can get your website ranking higher on Google because my name, Jamie Body, believe me or not, it was very hard to get that to rank first on Google because things like Jamie Dorian, Fifty Shades of Grey Body or Jamie Lynn Spears Post Baby Body would appear first. So I had to do a lot of work to get my online presence up there and really showcasing what I have to offer. If you do have a website, does it come out when you search in an incognito window? Having a website allows you to unpack all of your skills online. It is both your shop and your home online. When you are in an audition and you only have 16 bars to sing a song or you're in an interview for 20 minutes, it's so hard to really showcase everything you have to offer. And I'm sure we have all left a meeting, a pitch, an audition and think, oh, I wish they had heard me sing this song or I wish I had mentioned this client I'd worked with or I wish I had worn this outfit. Having your website and having these centralised hub where people can find out more about you gives you that extra advantage if someone is to Google you or they're not quite sure from the interview or they want to find out more after your audition, they can find that for you. Having strong social media and a website lends legitimacy to you and your skills. Does your online presence match who you are in that audition room or meeting? What you have found so far online, is it a true reflection of who you are? I understand you might not use every social media platform for business and that is totally fine. You do not need to be work, work, work all the time. However, if you are using certain platforms, whether it be a website, your YouTube channel or your Instagram to get you work, or you notice creatives are asking for links to those accounts to see what you have to offer, you need to make sure that it is authentic to you. So you do have downtime. You are not a robot, but you have to show little elements of you working. So it could be video from a show or a class, a new headshot or press shot from a show, or you working on a new product. It just needs to be up to date and also relevant. So now let's look at some ways in which you can build and create your online presence. I also think it's good to add to go back to episode one on marketing for creative. You can learn a bit more about strategy if you've just jumped in on episode three. Go back and listen to that whenever you have time. So your online presence, step one tip is your goals and identifying your ideal client or audience. 
Think about how much time do you have a week to build what you want to build online? How much control do you want? Do you need to outsource some elements? It's also good to have short-term and long-term goals with this so you don't get a bit overwhelmed. You've got to start thinking, right, what can I do? Going back to episode one of our strategy in our calendar, do I have any shows coming up? Do I have a workshop I'm participating in? Am I doing a one-woman or one-man show somewhere? That's great ways to get that out on your online channels, whether it's selling or getting reviews in. There's so many ways in which you can get your online brand out there without being a bit paralyzed by thinking, oh, I need to post every single day about something. As you start to build and grow your online presence, you should be consistently asking yourself of how each of your online efforts is helping you take one step towards accomplishing your business goals. Like I said, if you don't use certain channels for business, don't worry and think, oh, I need to post a picture of me in a yoga class, or a picture of me with a microphone on this channel. This, If you are using certain platforms for business, you need to inject moments of who you are as a business into who you are as a real person. I would highly recommend writing down your goals and objectives. This is a great way so you can look back and refer to them and also track and measure your progress. If your objective is to secure an agent or to get people into your show or to increase your followers, these are your goals, you need to write them down. How can you now implement things online to achieve them? Is it having a booking link page on your website? Is it connecting with the VIPs that you wanna work with on social media? Is it requesting reviewers or bloggers to come in and see the show you've just produced? Or reaching out to someone who interviews those in the creative industries and asking them if you could be a guest blog on their website if you could be a guest on their radio show do you have a side passion in the industry or have strong views on things that you think would be of benefit to an arts journalist how can you get your name out there step two is your social media and i'm sure for the majority of creators out there you are on at least one or two platforms instead of spreading yourself too thin we're thinking oh gosh i need to be on every channel think of being a triple threat pick two to three of your primary social channels that you have the aptitude and time to work on and want your presence out there or which ones are you using for business the keyword is social in social media it's not just all about you although you are talking about your products and your services this is a great way for you to connect to potential clients to connect to peers and connect to leaders in your industry that inspire you. Make sure that when you do post on social media that there is some level of consistency and that they are authentic to you. Maybe ask questions, drive conversations, reach out to people. Don't just use it as a, I'm in this show, here's my new headshot. Think of ways in which you can add value to you and your fans that follow you online. Consistency is key with social media. If you are not able to manage your social channels by posting regularly and being part of the conversation, then it is going to be hard to increase your following and your brand awareness. And it can help you gain your fans, followers, and once you have those followers, it can help you develop strong relationships to hopefully people that will go on to trust you and buy your product or want to see you in a show. Social media is free unless you obviously want to run your paid social media advertising and that will again be tackled on a future podcast episode. But the fantastic thing about social media is you probably spend a lot of time on social media as it is, whether it's in the morning on a cup of tea, on your commute or whenever it is after your show and you're still a bit, you've got that post show bars and you're looking on it. So maybe just have a little check in with yourself to see are you using your social media to be authentic to who you are and is it also helping you to achieve your goals and objectives online? With social media, there is also a massive mental health element with it. So please take it in your strides. If you've only got the time for one channel, that is fine. But just make sure you rock that channel. That make sure it's true to you. And if you are having those in-between periods of work, you can still post things like whether it's 
going to the gym makes you happy and you're posting a nice workout video or you're with your friends or family. Like I said, you are not a robot. You do not have to use every social media for business. This is a further extension of you and what you have to offer. So if it is, I'm just gonna stick on Twitter right now as an actor. That's your playground. Make sure you engage. Reach out to other creatives, tweet about shows, tweet articles that are interesting to you and think right Facebook for me is just my friends and family and then maybe in a couple months time add in Instagram add in YouTube if you are using social media for business and you're newer to it think of three as your magic number so for every three posts at least one of those has to be something related to you as a actor creator business person entrepreneur so two photos about your holiday or with friends totally fine yes live your best life and then maybe the third photo will be you at a gig you're at or you in a new promotional show footage. So just kind of think of that if that's a good way for you to help manage the social media wears and tears. Step three is websites. Your website is your business card or your CV at Quick Access. If you're looking for sheet music for a show, you would type in sheet music from Hairspray, sheet music from Phantom. Or if you're looking for the newest um, Nike trainers, you'll type in Nike trainers 2020. So you want to be as easily found as a pair of Nike trainers or as that sheet music because you are an expert on you. And again, going back to previous episodes where you are the solution to someone's problem, you might not be the top of search engine for certain terms because that's not what you have to offer. But for what you do offer as an actress in London or actor in London, you want to appear as high as you can. Your website is your hub, a centralized place where people can go and learn what you have to offer, contact you and interact and engage with your content. Think of a clear message on your website, what your business is all about. You want easy to use navigation, a contact page, an about page. And if you do offer services, whether it is coaching, downloadable PDF booklets or um, vocal workshops or one-on-one sessions, you maybe want to have a booking calendar or an opt-in or a sign-up form. There are some fantastic website platforms out there like WordPress, Wix, Squarespace. Websites can be a little bit overwhelming if you are maybe not that technically minded or if you don't maybe don't have the time or aptitude to build your own website. So if you are wanting a website built, do reach to reach out to some of the amazing creative web designers out there who are already in the entertainment industry. But yeah, you can build them yourself or you can get some. There's no shame if you can build it yourself. That is fantastic. But there's also no shame if you do have to outsource it. Online presence tip four is building relationships and joining in online communities. Online communities or groups are comprised of people who share the same interests as your business. So you may already be in an actor's Facebook page or a creative um, house subletting page or something like that. So you're already in an online community. Be social when you're in these communities. Join in those conversations. Maybe share an article if you think it is relevant to a question someone has asked. If you're in a acting group and someone asks about something you know about, comment on it share a link to your website or to the other person's website this is just a lovely way to kind of touch base with your peers giving a human element to it and being authentic to who you are in real life it's great to surround yourself with like-minded people online presence step five is emails so this is maybe for a bit later down the line some of you out there may already have an email list and that is fab this is direct contact to the people you know or have worked with or people that have already shown interest in you as a personal brand If you are growing an email list for work-related or business elements, you obviously want to make sure it complies with GDPR. If you don't know about GDPR, have a quick read on that. With GDPR, you want to basically make sure that they they are okay to be emailed about all elements of your business or service. But yeah, read up into that more. Emailing is a great way to get your work in front of the eyes of people you want to see it. 
If you don't have an email list just yet, that is fine. You can obviously email people directly and you've probably done that already when applying for a job, contacting agents, trying to get people into your show. But do keep it professional, keep it quite short but concise. Add your worth, attach those identifiers to have links to your previous credits or work, upcoming performances, and make sure that there is a clear way in which they can contact you. So obviously the email address you've emailed from, but have a little link to your website and a phone number maybe. If you have a show coming up, have a sign-up form at that show asking people if they'd like to be added to your mailing list for upcoming shows. If you are a coach or mentor, you may want to do a similar thing about your upcoming masterclasses or panels you are talking to because you might not realise someone who bought your product a year or two years ago or saw a show reviewed your show a year ago might actually want to come back and review your new show or do a follow-up on you about that show or they might want to buy your newest product. Sometimes in business I think we look too much at who we want as our ideal client and how can we get them when we've actually already got a massive pool of people we already know we can tap into. So those are just a few ways in which to help with your online presence. Remember to be consistent, social, build and nurture connections and try to write as you talk so it sounds authentic to you. Check in next week for another episode of the Business of Show Business podcast. We talk to Rosina Andrews, a dance pioneer and author. We talk about the many hats you have to wear as a creative and much more. And if you have any questions about today's episode or want to suggest a topic for future episodes, do tweet me, message me, DM me. I'm on social media at BodyJamie or you can send me an email to info at jamiebody.com. And that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed and I shall be with you next week.